Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now on the Daily Mix Show. Damn. Some birds aren't meant to be caged. Yet, here we are, butt naked, eating soggy bologna sandwiches. Figure it's time to get busy living. And... Get busy winning. Let's play Cellmates. Cellmates is the game where lawbreakers become game changers. And all week long, we are playing for Green Day tickets. They just released the new album, Saviors. They're going to be at T-Mobile Park on Monday, September 23rd. Let's meet our cellmates. We have Matthew in Woodenville. Matthew, what was your run-in with the law? Good morning, everybody. What's up? Not much. Um, well, we were... Mexico, and we had went to a Pink Floyd concert, and after the concert, we were pretty wound up, and we wanted to go to a strip club, but we decided first to get chili dogs and beer, so we were heading into the 7-Eleven, walking through the parking lot, we got up to the doors, and we saw the clerk go into a back room, and the doors were locked, so we hanged out outside waiting to get our chili dogs, and we were kind of loud and rumbunctious, and all of a sudden, here come a truckload of federales whipping into the parking lot. And the clerk had called the cops on us because he was convinced we were going to rob the store. Whoa. Them damn Pink Floyd fans, man. That's always what I think. Can't be bunch trusted. Of, bunch of trouble. It's good thing you didn't go to the strip club looking for the chili dogs because that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> wow. Whole other story. Yeah. Did so, you get in any sort of actual trouble? Did they did they cuff you guys up or anything? At first, yeah. They threw us in the back of the, uh, the, the their truck with the rest of them and everything. And thank goodness my buddy spoke way better Spanish than I did. And as he started to explain the story, they eventually let us go. And then they went and chewed out the clerk and almost arrested him. And then they ended up giving us a ride to the strip club. Oh, that's totally awesome. redeeming. I was hoping that they maybe got you like a discount on the chili dog and the beer as well. Or did the clerk feel we bad? We get beer because it was after 2 o'clock, so no beer. But we got chili dogs and soda pop. Nice. nice. That, that worked out well for you guys. And you got an escort to the, not an escort that kind, but a police <laughs> escort to the strip club. That's amazing. Jesse in Seattle, what was your run-in with the law? Hi, um, so I went to college in Montana, and I had a really bad habit of not checking into other dorms under my name because I didn't ever know where my ID was. So I got a little bit drunk in my dorm, and then it was wintertime, and I left to go to another dorm and checked in under a fake name as a visitor, so they thought that I potentially had died in the snow in between the two dorms. So they called the police to come find me. 
And so when I finally stumbled back to my dorm, even more drunk, the police were waiting for me. <laughs> and they breathalyzed me and wanted to take me to the hospital. But by 0.02%, I got an escort to my room instead. Were, so were you under 21 or? I was 18 years old. Oh, my gosh. I forgot that we used to have to check in at dorms. I did not have that. We at, did as well. Yeah. I did not have that. Yeah, yeah. At the front, there was always somebody working, and you had to like kind of sign in if you were not, especially if you were a visitor. I, I mean, maybe they didn't. Yeah. I just don't remember. But I, yeah, that's no. a that's a formality I don't recall. Up until this very moment, I forgot that even happened. When you first said, it, "I'm like that's strange," and I started thinking, "I'm like, oh, we had that. We did have someone that was an RA that that was part of their job. Also, was to kind of be the check in person from time to time." Jesse, just out of curiosity, what was like the craziest amount of snowfall that you experienced while in Montana? Um, I think that, like, we just had a regular covering of, like, two to four feet for the whole winter. Wow. Two to four feet. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, that is a struggle to get up and then go to class. Oh, yeah. It was, I walk really fast because I used to live in Montana. <laughs> Yeah, dude, you just gotta run between buildings. When I went to college in upstate New York, it was kind of like that. Not nearly as bad as that, but it was winters were awful, and oh, it yeah. started snowing like pretty much come October. It was snowing, and every time you have like you'd stop taking early classes in college because you're like, I'm not gonna get out no of the storm and go walk these streets in this freezing cold weather. So, Steve, based on the severity of the two cellmates, Ooh. who do you think should go first? Matthew in Woodenville with the Pink Floyd concert, Chili Dogs and Strip Club, or Jesse, who they thought died in the snow? I like both. and But let's go with Matthew. I mean, you, you sold me with Chili Dogs and Gentlemen's Clubs and <laughs> police escorts. All right, Matthew. What is the official state sport of Washington? Pickleball. That's so crazy. That is. All right, Jesse. In order, in order to continue, you must get this question right. What is the most okay. common eye color in humans? Brown. We go back to Matthew. What does SPF in sunscreen stand for? What is that again? What does SPF in sunscreen stand oh. for? SPF, sun protection factor. All right. Jesse, what is the only continent without an active volcano? Mm. Antarctica? Wrong. Oh, oh Jesse. Jesse, I'm so sorry. But it's congratulations Australia. to Matt and Woodenville. It is Australia. Wow. <laughs> but that was a good guess. That was a good guess. It was just a different A. And Matthew, we'll have some police waiting for you outside to take you to the Green Day concert <laughs> with some chili dogs. Perfect. I'm all for that. Right on, you guys. Thanks for joining us. I mean, chili dogs at strip clubs sounds, sounds awesome. Messy. <laughs> <laughs> or awesome. Rockaholics, have we gone just a bit too far with robots? Something that is happening in Seattle has us thinking that maybe we are. We're going to tell you what it is after Nirvana. The Daily Mig Show. Robots are taking over the world, Rockaholics. We, I think we all know that by now. And there's something happening locally in Seattle. Artly Coffee. They are making the news right now because they're going to have robot baristas. And these AI-driven coffee bar experiences have a, a couple of bots named Jarvis and Amanda. Have you seen the video? I have. Of the they, robot? They do the whole... They do all the little art and everything. They do, and it's weird because they're wearing bikinis, which I thought was kind of unnecessary <laughs> for this story. But, you know, hey, to each their own, if you want to double down on the bikini barista experience. I don't know how I feel about 
robots being baristas. Only because I, I've gotten, when I was young, when, many months ago, my wife gave me a little bit of a hard time because I was terrible at small talk with the, the baristas whenever I would go and get coffee because they would always say, what do you got going on for the day? And I don't, know, I, would, I don't know why I would get annoyed. It's not like they were being rude or anything about it. I was just like, oh, I got some errands to do. That's Even, a very personal question. Thank you. I just, I just didn't want to bore them with my stuff. You know, like in my own head, I'm like, I had some errands. And they'd ask me what my errands were. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't really have any errands. I'm just going home to go hang out with my kid. And I was like, why didn't you say you're going home to hang out with your kid? I'm like, I don't know. So finally I got into like actually telling them what I'm doing whenever they, because they always ask that question. And then it ends up being a real fun conversation. Robots aren't going to give me that experience. Okay, next question. Okay. When you go to this coffee place, do they now know your order? There are several coffee places in Puyallup that know our order. That's how, that, that's how much of a problem we have. That is one thing that the robot I don't think can do. Unless oh, they start using facial recognition. Which they will. Oh, of course man, they're going to scan weird. That's and I know weird. I saw like the stories. The guy, the guy was like, "Oh, we're not trying to take away jobs from people." I'm like, "Well, what exactly are you? Aren't, I mean, you pretty much are. That means that one less barista you need to have work at your place." Well, and I mean, do you leave a tip? I ain't leaving. Oh man, now I'm worried though. If the robot wants to kill you after the fact, like if it becomes like Arnold Schwarzenegger or something oh, yeah. like that, I don't know. Of course not. You're not going to leave a tip for a robot uh, I mean, for maintenance. Maybe robot maintenance. Yeah. I say this, though, I'm like, I'm never going to want to go to this place. I'm all up in arms. But during the commercial or during the song that we were just playing, the Nirvana song, I'm looking at Danny. I'm like, you want to go to that robot sushi place that our textures have been telling us about? And we went online. Have you seen the robot? No. The sushi. It's, at, it's, it's called Sumo Japanese Restaurant. It's all you can eat. And you put in your order and then a little robot comes over and brings you your food. Oh, And this robot. My. Is adorable. He I want is to go cute. So bad. I think we're going this week now. Yeah. I would go on a field trip for that. Yes, it's it like, has a little face. It has little eyes. And all you can eat is twenty bucks for lunch. That's a good deal. That's a great deal. Mm. I had sushi on Friday night, and it was more way than twenty more bucks. Than that. Sometimes a roll is twenty bucks. Well, with this coffee place that's going to have the robots, you can just order the drink at a little kiosk, and then the little robot arm comes out and beep, 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 makes your little latte. So it says there's a robot barista in Portland, and I have to admit, it's pretty cool to watch. I mean, Tell that to the unemployed barista. Robots are performing surgeries, you know? Like, it's crazy. It is pretty nuts, though. That, that, I mean, obviously, we're on, this is just the beginning, too. What is your coffee order, Steve? Oh, I don't think anything's that crazy. It's just an Americano. Hmm. I don't Do you, have. I don't. With I don't room go, for cream. A little oat milk, a little split, split splash, some oat milk. <laughs> but do you have like a weird coffee order? No, I, I mean, some people are like. So if you order it, if you order it like this, it sounds less bougie. Okay. A, a double tall skinny vanilla latte. That still sounds kind of bougie. But if you say the whole thing, a double tall sugar free vanilla non fat latte, then you sound like. What are you, a princess? <laughs> yeah. my, my, no, my mom's is even I've worse. I've never used the term skinny, and I didn't know I was ordering something that I guess is a, was a sugar-free something yep. or whatever, and then and they, they read it back to me and they said, blah, 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 skinny latte. And I'm like, no. I didn't say that. That's not what I ordered. And they're like, yes, sir, that's what you ordered. And I repeat my ordering, and they, <laughs> they go back, and I think they're, they're effing with me. And they're like, yes, that's a skinny latte. I'm like, no, at no point did I say anything about it being skinny. Well, <laughs> and I think that the skinny thing, that was originally a Starbucks term, yeah. but now all of them, I mean, pretty much anybody has adopted that same, you know. But listen to what my mom's coffee order is. And can the robot do this? Triple grande, non-fat, no whip, half the chocolate mocha. Triple grande? Triple grande. That, I mean, is she just bringing in a jug? <laughs> Triple grande, non-fat, no whip, half the chocolate mocha. And seriously, I mean, how when you when you order from a robot barista, 
I mean, I don't think that's saving me any time if I have to type in my whole long order now. You well, know what I mean? Well, you to read your mind, so you don't have to worry about it. No, I know. Also, Steve, the triple just means triple shot. doesn't mean it's a triple, th- like three coffees. Oh, I was saying, because a grande is like, what, a 16 ounce? <laughs> so it's, it's like, a grande well, 16 with times three shots. I didn't want to do that math, so I just said a big jug. Because I was like, I don't even want to risk trying to do the math the, of the, 16 times three. The crazy thing is I saw where your brain was going, and I was like, Steve's imagining your mom walking out with like... One of those big cups. <laughs> You know, like the one you get at like 7-Eleven? Yes, oh, like, big gulp. Like your mom, I'm really a little concerned about her heart health. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of coffee. So when you do an Americano, how many shots do you I like? don't know. Whatever they give me. You Here's don't even know how many shots are in there? No. And my wife was... The robot knows. Oh, that's great. But my wife will pull the, like, uh, we'll go somewhere new, and she's like, well, ask them how many shots that are in that drink. Uh, I'm like, I'm not going to do that. And she's like, why, why can't I'm like, I'm not going to do that. And she's like, why not? I'm like, I don't want to make this difficult. She's like, it's not difficult for them. I was once a barista. They're not going to be bothered by it. I'm like, it's difficult for me. I just want to go and say the order and move on with my day. I'm not going to grill them about how many shots they're putting in my coffee. Have you had the experience where you order a coffee somewhere not in the state of Washington, and they look at you like you're crazy, or they just don't have any idea what you're talking about like we speak a different language of coffee here than they do in other places yes i, I think it was it might have been either florida or new jersey one of the times we went and, and i remember asking for some kind of i think it was it might have been just like soy milk or oat milk and they looked at me like i was insane <laughs> they're just like what what excuse me i was like you know non-dairy creamer no and they just looked at him, no we don't have that <laughs> Yeah. Like, you got half and half. Is that good? That sounds like New Jersey. Yeah. (laughs) Florida's kind of similar in that sense of uh, that attitude towards, I think, some of their coffee. We're we're spoiled here. We really are. Well, imagine going to a concert and seeing a pig's head in the crowd. We're going to tell you all about this. A real pig's head, too. uh, Yes. Not a mask. A real pig's head. We're going to tell you all about it at 817. The Daily Mix Show. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Rockaholics, we are asking you to complete this sentence this morning. 
I was at a concert and I can't believe I saw blank. Call us up right now, 206-803-ROCK. The reason, Steve, that we're talking about this is because there is a metal band called Martyrdom. Now, they're one of those metal bands. I always joke about this, but I feel like it's 100% accurate. If you see a band's logo and you cannot make out what is being said in that logo because it's just a bunch of like white lines and they're all going in crazy. It looks like a bunch of branches that are just mm-hmm. like on a piece of paper. They're typically heavy as F. Yeah, so Martyrdom, they're a black metal band from Texas. And okay. it was a show that was also in Texas where they ended up having to issue a bit of an apology because there was a pig's head, like a severed pig's head, floating around the crowd. That's some kind of party. Do you think they were like sending it to the kitchen to turn it into oh, some no. kind of a meal? It's Texas. <laughs> to make a stock of Did sorts? Did the band bring the pig's head or was it a fan that came in and like, well, how good is the security at this place that you could get in with a pig's head? Well, it's what they said in their apology is, quote, we are incredibly sorry to anyone we offended with our actions and gimmicks on stage, which makes me think that it was their the pig. pig. Yeah. <laughs> and where'd they get this pig? I mean, it was a hometown show, so maybe that's how. Who is the roadie that's in charge of procuring the pig's head? Oh, I feel like the bassist has to do this. They're just like, look, guy. <laughs> this is your job. I'm sorry. So they did. That of the drummer. I mean, it... I don't, I don't know. I guess if you're going to a metal show, you kind of probably expect that things are going to get a little out of hand. I'm not offended by this at all. Like, I mean, it's just weird. Like, but I would never think if I'm at a concert that there's going to be a pig's head flying around in the crowd. Okay, now what about this? There was a band that used to exist in Seattle called Super Geek League. Yeah, I remember them. And they, they used to throw dead fish, milk. Really? Oh, yeah. Dead fish? Yes. They would have blow up uh, like a swimming pike pools place and things toss? like that. Yes, they would have uh, swimming pools. They put people in them and like crowd surf them around. Those shows were epic, and the antics were always insane. But I do remember. I think they actually got kicked off of Warp Warp Tour for the dead fish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and nobody wants to have fish thrown at them if you're at a concert. No different than I don't want a pig's head landing on my head. I get annoyed when those balloons are flying in the air and they bonk you in the head. The last thing I want is a dead. Pig's head landing on me. 206-803-ROCK. We want you to help us complete the sentence, Rockaholics. I was at a concert, and I can't believe I saw blank. What is the craziest thing you've ever seen at a concert? We're going to take your calls after Weezer. The Daily Mix Show. The number to call is 206-803-ROCK. We want you to help us complete the sentence. I was at a concert, and I can't believe I saw blank. Basically, just tell us what's the craziest thing you ever saw at a concert. Amy in Lacey, what is your concert story? Hey, good morning. Happy Positive Tuesday. Hey, yeah. Screw you. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) And that's positivity crap. I love you too. (laughs) What's going on, Amy? So this wasn't actually at the concert per se. It was after the concert. My mother and I, we lived in Wenatchee at the time. We went over to the winery in Woodenville to um, watch the Chicago concert, maybe about 30 years ago or something, and went back to our hotel and woke up the next morning, and I went downstairs to the lobby to get some breakfast, and I ran into my uncle and went up to him, started talking, and there was a lady all with him, and he said, oh, we're at a teacher's convention. This is one of my fellow teachers. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, you'll have to come up and say hello to my mom, his wife's sister. And got up to the room and said, oh, hey, I ran into, you know, Uncle 
Coombe, and um, he was with some lady. There's some teacher's convention at this hotel. And um, at that moment, my mom, obviously way before cell phones, packed us up. We drove straight back to Wenatchee, and she instantly got on the phone with my aunt, and I. that was the end of my aunt and uncle's marriage. Wow. So he was... There was no teacher's convention. But there was she a lesson. around. Was no, he was messing there around. There was a teacher's convention, but it was just the two of them. Uh-huh. Oh. So he got, he got busted big time. He learned a valuable lesson. <laughs> yes. They really? both did. Wow. Uh, yeah, mom must have just known right away. She's like, yeah, there's no teacher's convention. I know what, you're, what, what my sister's husband's up to right now. Well, and I guess that had been, um, you know, finding obviously decades as you grow up and find out that was the point the actual he was caught she knew something was going on but there was nothing that was concrete until good old chicago yay and it was an awesome concert (laughs) it is chicago's fault and what are the odds of all the hotels you end up at the same hotel as the uncle who's like trying to pull some in woodenville you and know, what, I right. mean, they live in Tacoma. Oh you know, I mean, go somewhere else. Wrong place at the wrong time. Damn. Literally. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks Amy. Amy. Brad in Puyallup, what's your concert story? All right. So uh, I was at OzFest 1999 in San Bernardino, Ooh. California. And it was a great show. Yeah, it's a good uh, year. It was, yeah, it was uh, Rob Zombie and, uh, and Black Sabbath. So... It uh, was crazy hot during the day, so everybody, they turned the sprinklers on in the lawn, turned it all to mud, basically. As soon as the sun came down, it's in the high desert, so it dropped about 30 degrees. Oh, no. Then the fire started. Oh. <laughs> so half the lawn was basically on fire, and then there was such a long break between the last opener and uh, Rob Zombie that we started throwing mud into the seated area because, you know, they're bougie people. <laughs> And it turned into kind of a little mini riot. So they called in the mounted posse who came in on horseback through the lawn and then started pumping tear gas into the lawn. Jeez, man. (laughs) Everybody was basically in one third of the lawn area. I don't know if you've ever seen how big the lawns can get at some of these places, but they basically squeezed us all into one little corner of it with all this tear gas. And it was pretty wild. Did you get to enjoy... And Rob Zombie came on and saved the day. I was about to say, did you at least get to enjoy Rob Zombie with oh, a yeah, tear in your yeah. eye? I think I think he came on earlier than... I think he came on before they were ready to go because they knew that it was going to get shut down if something Dude, didn't happen. That's a smart and all manager. Of a sudden the lights, yeah, all of a sudden, the lights went down and, you know, the guitar just... Bam, and Rob Zombie just... Killed it. If I was Killed the manager, if I was the manager, I'd, I'd probably go right into Rob Zombie's like dressing room, and be like, "Dude, you just, we need you to go up there as soon as possible. Things are getting weird yeah. out there." Yeah, How long crazy. does a tear gas experience last? Uh, I was lucky. I was on. I was a little farther away from the main hit of the tear gas. It was still. It still hurt. Yeah. But- you know, it, it wasn't as bad as if you were right at the front of it. And I mean, because I mean, I was hurting for probably a good 20 minutes. Man, I'm picturing that Woodstock performance was like Green Day <laughs> yes. when they were like, it was all yeah. muddy and everyone's throwing mud at them. But they were encouraging yeah. that. This was a little bit different. Yeah, that was exactly like that, except we were throwing it at the people who paid, you know, extra for the seated area. <laughs> the people that were seated where you, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, we're, we're cheap guys. We've paid $10 for lawn tickets or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Brad. Ocean Everett, what was your crazy concert experience? 
Hey, good morning. What's up, Osh? Hey, so about 25 years ago, I went to the Gorge and saw uh, Metallica, Days of the New, and Jerry Cantrell, uh, which is just an incredible show. Man, I forgot um, about Days of the New. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So about halfway through Metallica's set, somebody from down in the pit, we were up on the on the hill, threw a beer bottle on stage and cut the guitarist's hand. Ooh. So they all leave. We don't know what's going on because you can't really see what's happening. Uh, Headfield comes back out and tells everybody what's going on. Says, I don't know if we're coming back out. I don't know. It's up to the band. We might come out and finish the set. We might not. All I know is if I was down there, I'd probably take care of business. Wow. So was the beer bottle... Was the beer bottle like fully intact? Like, did it ha- was it an empty beer bottle? Was it an already broken had, beer bottle? I had no idea from because we didn't know what was going on until he came back out and told us. Wow! Because it was hard to see from up on the hill. Dude, Taryn, that's that so break- about two seconds after he leaves the stage. Down in the pit, a bunch of people just start beating the heck out of the guy that threw the beer bottle. Jeez, man! They're just policing so themselves guy, down there. This- this guy's getting utterly pummeled. They get him up. Somebody gets him up towards the uh, front of the stage. Security guards grab him. We can see all this going on. Security grabs him and tries pulling him over. A bunch of guys pull him back into the pit. Gets beat up some more. Oof. And then the next thing we see is just an aid car flying up the hill. Wow. That's and just then about chaos. five minutes later, Metallica comes okay. back out and finishes their set and just puts on an awesome show, but yeah, don't, uh, no idea what happened to that guy, but he, uh, he, he took an epic beating. I, it makes me wonder, like, I wonder if that guy remembers any of that or if he was just so wasted and the next day he's like, what the hell happened to me at the Metallica show? Dude, I think about the, the one time, one of the craziest things I ever witnessed at a concert, and it was a Limp Biscuit concert. It was back in, I think, 99 during their Limptropolis tour. Of course. And the bassist, he cut his hand and I don't think you could do this nowadays, not, Maybe you could, but I don't know if the patience of a fan base would even put up with this. Cut his hand about like eight or nine songs into it. Goes to the hospital because they're like, hey, he cut his hand. He need the, We need to get it. He tried taping it up. I guess that didn't work. He had to go get stitches. The band took a two-hour intermission. Whoa. So we all just, I mean, dude, I wasn't missing Nookie and all the other great songs no. from Limp Bizkit. I'm, I'll, I'll stick around. I got to hear Faith live. And... Sure as that, he came back from the hospital after getting stitched up, and they finished the set. It was one of the craziest experiences, and I truly didn't, for a while, I thought maybe like I exaggerated in my head, and I had to go online and check thanks to the internet. And yeah, you look at setlist.fm, like where they keep all that, and it even has in there, show resumed after a two-hour intermission. Wow. Let's talk to Riley in Auburn. What was your crazy concert experience? Hey, good morning. Morning. Hey, so... When I was about 14 or 15 years old, I was going to my first concert with my best friend. We were in the pit. We were seeing Motley Crue. And when the song Girls, Girls, Girls came on, there was a booby cam. Yeah, buddy. And I I was 14, 15 years old, and I'm looking around in the pit, and there's boots everywhere. And I'm looking over at my friend. I'm like, bro, this is the best concert ever. (laughs) Probably still is to this day. Come back and get more of this. 
It was at that moment that Motley Crue became Riley's favorite band. He's got a tattoo. I remember of Motley the, Crue. The booby cam was amazing because it went from you, Motley Crue would just play, and it was almost like a given. Girls were gonna flash. Sometimes Vince Neil or somebody would solicit for the girls to flash, but then they would just finally like screw it. Let's just create a camera meant for this and call it the booby cam. When it comes to bands that are just the grossest, gnarliest, biggest partiers, I think I think Motley Crue's got to be like the number one. Yes. I mean, one of the few books I have read in my life was The Dirt. And I know they did that Netflix movie or whatever. Mm -hmm. and it, was, it was pretty good, but they left out some pretty gnarly stuff. Like, did you know that they used to have a competition to see how many women they could each individually sleep with before taking a shower? Yes. That's about the grossest thing I've ever heard in my life. Oh, no. Did you ever hear the burrito story? Do I want to? I mean, I can't even really Is tell it safe it. for radio? No. <laughs> Well, let's just say he took a burrito. Oh, no. And didn't oh, eat no. it. Well, Rockaholics, how do you like a shot at beating Steve? He is currently 19 and 8 in the new year. 206 803 Rock. We will be playing Beat Migs at 847. The Daily Mig Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.